Hello and welcome. I'm Heidi Albertieri from the Lifestyle Edit. Thank you for joining us for another Rosé Friday where we take the afternoon off to have creative conversations over a cheeky glass of rosé. So go grab your rosé while I introduce you to today's wonderful guest. Hello everyone. It's Friday afternoon, Rosé Friday. I can't believe we're here. It's been an epic week and we haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. Um, I was off in Melbourne with my beautiful friend Deb uh, celebrating her birthday, which was so nice to be back in the, the laneways of Melbourne and discovering all their beautiful stores again. Hello everyone, jumping in super fast today. I hope you've got a glass of rosé. Um, I'm out of breath because it's been such a busy day, but we're going to have a, a, a guest come in now. I hope I can pronounce her name properly. Her name is Monica. I think it's a Greek surname, which is always, you know, dubious, like my husband. Um, Yannikis, I think her name is. She's here. She's joined. We're just going to get her in. Monica is a superstar. She, I've just been reading her bio and everything that she's been doing. She works for a company called Bobucks International, which is a Kiwi brand. All my favorite people are Kiwis. And she's been doing some extraordinary things. Let me just try and get her in. Let me, um, here we go. I'm going to get Monica in. And then she can tell you a bit more about her. But she's a bit of a powerhouse in the world of strategy and growth. So if anyone has any questions um, about those types of things, please stay tuned and you'll be able to ask Monica yourself. I'm trying to get her in now. Monica, hello. Accept. I'm accepting you. Come play with us. Where is she? Hello, everyone. Joining. Thanks so much for joining us. It's lovely to hear from you. I'm Heidi from the Lifestyle Editor anyway. I've just jumped straight into it. We do Rosé Friday every Friday at four o'clock where we have creative conversations over a glass of rosé and we talk to amazing people about their businesses and what they are doing and how they got there and all those types of things. So um, I'm having trouble getting Monica in, but let's see if I can invite someone. Let me get her in. Sorry, guys. She says she's unable to join. She's joining us from New Zealand today. So, okay, here she is. Hello, she sorry. Is. Don't be silly. That was it. Awesome. Hello. Nice to in. meet you. Lovely to meet you. Hi, everyone. There's lots of people jumping in today. Hello, I guess it's everyone. a perfect time for Rosé. Absolutely. Um, cheers to Friday. Cheers. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. I'm just going to have a sip because it's been one of those weeks. <laughs> Amazing. You're in New Zealand, I believe? I am. I am in New Zealand, yes. I was just saying my favourite people are from New Zealand. Oh, um, I've, just, I've got very close friends over there and um, they're all, every Kiwi I've ever met is absolutely gorgeous. And we are, we're a good bunch. There's lots of good yeah. bunches around the world. But yeah. There is, but Kiwis are pretty special. Now, yeah. I was just reading your bio because it's been a very busy week. Hello, everyone. Um, everyone's joining Hello, everyone. in. <laughs> I think you've got so much to offer. Um, you're probably not our normal guest because we normally work with businesses like yes. where people are running their own businesses and their startups, but yeah. you are next level with your biography and oh. your experience. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I was like, oh, my God, I have to interview this chick. She's freaking awesome. Oh, thank um, you. Tell me about you. 
you what, what's your actual title that you are a ceo so i'm ceo so i've been ceo of bobuts international um but you're you're right i've come from um a corporate world so this is my first time in a um privately owned business and, I, and i'm absolutely loving it so it's yeah absolutely awesome and for those people who don't know what Bobux is, can you just explain a little bit about the brand? And then yeah, we'll talk about your journey on how you got there. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So um, Bobux is a children's footwear company. It specializes in, in shoes for children under five. We're 31 years old now. So we were started by um, a couple, Chris and Colleen Bennett, who still own the company now and are still heavily involved. They um, started the company out of their garage, started selling the shoes in their local market because they couldn't find a shoe to stay on their daughter's foot. Um, <laughs> and uh, Chris jokes about how he used to just get these groups of coffee groups turning up <laughs> to his house because the shoes were just so good. There was just that demand for them. Oh, that's amazing. It's amazing. So, yeah, we're now available in 40 countries around the world. 90% um, of our sales are outside of New Zealand, so truly international and all about the best shoes for growing feet. So people would have probably come across the brand in shoes and socks in Australia yes. and then probably smaller stores, is that right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So chances are if you've got kids, they've probably worn the shoes. Yes, so we've got the little soft soles for kids that aren't quite walking yet and then also the more structured shoes. Yeah, they're super cute. I don't have young babies, so um, I don't have a need for them, but they're super cute. I love well, them. Well, they're great gifts as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're a little bit over that age group now. <laughs> and I hope my son, if he's watching, no babies <laughs> um, yet. <laughs> he's got a bit to go. There's a, you've got a fangirl in the audience, Second Scout, um, one of our lovely brands that we work with. Um, oh, she's got two daughters, I believe, so she must be um, know firsthand what they're like. Oh, um, nice to meet you, Second Scout. That's awesome. She's got a very cool business too. Everyone check that out. Um, now, tell me about, so you're CEO of this company. Yes. How, like you have come from extraordinary brands that you've worked with, fast-moving consumer goods, background. Yes. You, you know, it's awesome to see a woman as a CEO in such a company. Tell us what your journey was like getting here to CEO to run this type of business. Yeah, it's, um, it's been an interesting journey. So I started my career in, in marketing and, and spent some time in New Zealand before then moving to London and worked with um, the likes of the Danons on chocolate biscuits and Nestle's with cereals. So like you say, a yeah. fast moving consumer goods world. Um, yeah. And then spent some time in Switzerland as well, working for Nestle, which was a fascinating time. Um, yeah. And after that, decided it was time to come back to New Zealand. So came back and started working for um, another beverage company, Frucor. Um, so I had some amazing experiences there all through marketing and, and got to the point where um, I guess I was at the point where I was loving marketing but felt like I'd like to try and stretch my wings a little bit. Yeah. So I, um, I left Frucor to try and go contracting and, and got a three-month contract with um, a company called Lion. So some of you may be familiar with Lion and ended up there for six years. So my contracting career failed dismally. But through <laughs> that six years um, at Lion, I was able to get some experience across business development. I um, worked with the exec there to create Lion Ventures. And so I led Lion Ventures, a little startup wow. incubator for a couple of years. And then I led their retail business for a couple of years. And I guess I got to the point where, um, I, like I love Lion, it was a fantastic company, but I think I probably wanted a product that was probably a little bit more um, reflective of me. And I've got two daughters, just to add yeah. to the juggle. Yeah. And they both worn Bobux. 
and I saw this role came up and I, I just loved the idea of leading businesses, which I was really enjoying doing, but being able to do that in an organization that was really connected with, with me and where I'd come from. So um, I was yeah, thrilled to, to have the opportunity to, to join the team six months ago. That's amazing. Tell me what it's like going from, you know, that sort of big business, big dollars, you would have had massive marketing budgets back in the day, um, to working for a family business that obviously, you know, family dynamics and all that type of stuff, you know, I've worked with family business before. What's the contrast? Like what were the pros and cons of all that type of stuff? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, you're absolutely right. In some of the big corporates, you do get the big budgets. And, and I've had my time of, of doing that. And that's fun. That's really fun. Um, I think through my later days of my kind of corporate career, I found I enjoyed more the little gnarly startups. You know, that's why I really loved that ventures time. And even in retail, we were we were kind of the renegades. So we were getting by on, on the, the sort of lean budgets. Yeah. Um, so I think I enjoy that. I find that more of a challenge and more rewarding when you can get the results because it's, you know, it's that much harder and you have to be that much more clever with things. So yeah. coming into Bovux, um, it's, it's, it's been awesome. It's a similar challenge in that, you know, we want to make an impact. We're a small Kiwi company wanting to, you know, bring the best shoes to growing feet around the world. And yeah. um, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool because it's like, you know, they've, and the good thing about the business by the sounds of it is that they're really open to growing that to that next level. And you've got to really invest, you know, this is for all businesses from startups to, to big business. You know, they've been around for 30 years, clearly doing something right. You've got to invest the time in and money into the people that are actually going to elevate you to the next level, right? Yes, absolutely. And that's, I mean, I think Heidi, we've talked a little bit, but people, people are critical, right? Like that yeah. is my biggest learning through the business is you've got to have the right team and the right people and you've got to look after them. And that's, no matter where you are, that's, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. So what's some of the best advice you've received along the way? You've clearly worked with some amazing people. What's some advice, amazing advice that we can pass on to our people watching and yeah. like, take it and go, that's it, that's gold. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, building on the topic we just talked about people, like, yeah, that's, that's some advice I had around, you know, surrounding yourself with the best people is, is mm -hmm. fundamental, right? Like, making sure that you're not the smartest person in the room. Like, as a, you know, as a leader, sometimes you, you, you know, you'd want to be, but actually you're in a good yeah. position when you've got the right expertise around you that they all know more in their areas than you do. Um, yeah. So people, fundamental. Um, and the yeah. other bit of advice I got I got from a fantastic manager earlier in my career was to make sure you have more inputs than outputs. And it was something that's really resonated with me because it's, um, you know, when you when you start your career, you're obviously gung-ho and you're, you're working all the time and you're, you're burning the candle at both ends and you're driving. And um, I remember he just said, you know, if, if life is a marathon as well, right? It's not a short sprint. And if you don't have the inputs coming in to, to nourish your soul and look after you and do the things that you love and give you energy, you're not going to be able to keep doing the outputs. So it's, it's always been a, a bit of a metric for me to go, am I having enough inputs? Am I having more inputs than outputs? Yeah, that's awesome. Good advice. It's a good measure, isn't it? We always talk about how, how full you <laughs> You know, Absolutely. like... Yeah, how full of it. What have you got? What's your capacity there? So uh, yeah, yeah, spot on. It's the same analogy. You can't keep running yeah. on an empty cup. That's absolutely right. Um, as much of good advice as you received over the years, I'm sure there's some doozies in the, you know, the not so great advice. <laughs> if you 
anything <laughs> someone's yeah. told you John, what are you thinking I had um yes it's funny isn't it sometimes advice you've got to take with a grain of salt but uh, but I had a um probably the, the worst bit of advice which was meant really kindly was with um when I was in England and I was um talking to a, an HR uh, team member and they'd done a personality profile on me and you know we always had it and I was um the first thing we had to laugh is I was an off the scale extrovert and so we had a, a laugh about you know how that must drive everyone else up the wall um but the other thing she sort of said to me is oh you know it's clear through your profile that you really like that balance of of life and and work and she's like so I mean what that probably means for you is that you'll you'll never be a CEO or a GM and I remember at the time and I mean I wasn't gutsy enough to stand up to her but I kind of went oh okay and I remember going home and just really reflecting on it, going, oh, so is that, is that, you know, is that it for me? You know, is that what I look? And then I was kind of like, and I probably went home and had a glass of rosé and yeah. kind of reflected. And then I kind of went, oh, yeah, stuff that. That's not advice yeah. for me. I, I can do what, what I think is right in the way that, that aligns with my values. So yeah. it's kind of been a, yeah, something but I've tried your, to do. Your, from your part. But I know I... Um, you know, and one of the things we talk about here is, you know, taking feedback, but actually you don't have to listen to it just because someone says it doesn't mean it's true. But it's so amazing how that stuff resonates in the background for you and it comes up to actually be one of your blocks when you're trying to move forward. Yeah, it, it really does. And it has that kind of, I mean, as a young, you know, young person in my career, it had quite an, an impact on me at that time because I was like, oh, mm. what does that mean? You know, am I not cut out to be successful or what does success mean? But it's interesting that you can, and, and this person didn't mean it nastily. There was nothing malicious. It was it, probably, she probably thought she was saying something kind, you know, like in a roundabout <laughs> way. Don't drive too hard, You'll be right. You're just going to sit there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And so it's kind of like, don't let people put you in that box, right? Yeah. Like, you define it yourself. Yeah, I years ago, I, I used to be a florist before I lifestyle it. Wow. I had flower shops and I remember someone I respected a lot in the industry, I was getting to the stage where my business was really at its peak and um, I'd built it up from nothing and I was getting ready to sell it. I was like, I could feel it was time and um, I discussed it with him. It was a who was very successful in the industry and I said to him you know I'm, I'm really I'm getting ready for my next move I'm going to put it on the market and see how I go and he just said don't even bother you will never sell it no one sells flower shops in this market and I said I was like oh my god okay and I really took it on and then I thought yeah. I'm going to swear I'm not going to swear but I'm warning you that's I said a swear word and I was like you there is no way this is yeah. This is, I'm going to sell it. And literally within two weeks, I sold it. And you know what? I hope the person's not watching. I doubled the price and I sold it for even more than I was going to nice. sell it. For. And so that's amazing, right? You just have to really sometimes just stick to your guns. Yeah. You know, like trust your instincts and really move that into the next stage. Because look at you now. Like, I'd love you to send an email. <laughs> and you to that person too. And I guess that message is, is don't like sometimes people don't mean to knock you down but don't let them do that right yeah. don't let them put you in that box yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you someone's just put a crown in there for me oh, <laughs> love it queen around here <laughs> yeah that's it thank you summer um so when uh, you come from a marketing background obviously you work in big business yeah. what are 
you're allowed to share these. If you can't, that's fine. But what are some of the things that you implemented um, in, you know, with the marketing strategy and rollout that some of our, you know, listeners can take on board and implement, even if it is in a small way? Is there something you can share with And in, in relation to marketing? Yeah, or like what you're doing in you know, the business now is to people can translate into doing something for themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's interesting. I've come from a marketing background, and so that's um, at my heart. That is obviously where I default to. But I yeah. also think it's it's the right thing because if you have a business or a product or an offering that's not genuinely linked to what people want, then, then you know you're facing an uphill battle, right? Yeah. And that's kind of always guided me in terms of making sure we understand who the consumer is or who the person is that is going to want to buy your product. Like why should they part with their hard-earned cash for whatever yep. it is that you're selling, whether yep. it's a chocolate biscuit or a bottle of beer or a pair of yeah. shoes, you know? Yeah. And so for me, the key in that is really understanding who it is that, that you're, that you're talking to, that you're trying to solve a problem for them. So one of the things that, that we've been doing at Bobux recently is we've been trying to do a little bit more consumer work. Um, and in terms of, and by consumer work, I mean just really talking to people who are mums with kids under five. So, yeah. I mean, it helps that I've got two girls and that they're, admittedly, my youngest is now five. So they're kind of starting to come out of that. But, you know, it <laughs> yeah. helps me have a little bit of an understanding of it. Yeah. But also just understanding, you now what are these, what are these mums and dads? What are, what are their problems they're facing? And yeah. how can we make their life easier? And, and the product that we're creating, is that solving a problem for them? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes or no, and, and how can we make it better? So that's one thing we're definitely doing, um, and really making sure that we have um, brand at the heart of all we do. And again, that's probably my marketer <laughs> speaking through. But yeah, know, in terms of the way we're talking, the way we're turning up, the way we're dealing with our consumers, Bobux yeah. is a company. It is its brand, and the values are really strong. And I think that's credit to the founders. You know, they've yeah. had really strong family values. And yeah. so we really try to walk that talk. That's the right yeah. way around. Yes, we walk the talk. Yeah. And I think that, you know, talking about authenticity is what yeah. really makes the difference between a brand, you know, that you want to connect with and that you want to dive into and give your money over time and time again and have them coming back um, because you have that connection with them and it's so important and you know we work with a lot of businesses that we see in all like you know as clients and in in the world that we work in and you know unfortunately there's a lot of people that are just in it for a quick this and I want it now and give it to me there's so much you know nurturing you have to do to yeah. to build to that place so. you're absolutely right but I think there's we're very lucky we've got a really loyal, engaged consumer base. And, mm. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I found out about Bobux because my friends told me about it. And there's a lot of that kind of community engagement. And the really good thing about that engagement with the brand is that they tell us that they think we're, we're straying off the path, you know. And that's amazing because you, you kind of want that. Um, yeah. And they tell us if something's wrong or, you know, yeah. something's really good. So yeah. um, you really want that. That's, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. So now that you're, how long have you been there? A year? No, six months. Six months. Okay. So yeah. you're still, what does a day in the life of a CEO guru like you do? What's, what's that? I love like? that guru. I'll take that. <laughs> That's Put it on my email signature. <laughs> um, 
a day in the life. Do you know what's fascinating is um, it's different all the time. So, mm. which is a bit of a, a cop-out answer, but I'll try, try and explain. But I think yeah. for me, going back to that point we were talking about with people is yeah. um, the importance of people, right? And yeah. I kind of see my role um, as someone who's there to support my team by taking away the blockages so that they can just drive stuff through you know like yeah. I, I, I help work with them to kind of identify the direction and go yep cool this is what we're wanting to do and then my yeah. job's just to get out of the way and get anything else out of the way so that they can charge through so from a day-to-day -day point of view it could be you know working with customers it could be working with the design team talking to our factories uh you name it it's, it's, yeah. it's any of it yeah um, this is a random question. I'm just thinking about it and I might put you on the spot here, but like you've been doing it for a long time, obviously. So you've learned amazing skills and you've got, you know, I'm assuming you've studied at some point along the way. Yes. Yeah. A long time ago. <laughs> how much of your day-to-day -day now is instinct and how much is it, you know, drawing on, you know, the what you've learnt in the, in the past? Because I, I would... It sounds like, you know, there's that problem-solving stuff is a lot of instinct as well, right? Yeah, I think so. And I think, um, look, from an instinct point of view, it's that gut feel, right? And that, that gets honed. So the more experience you have, the yeah. more it, it gets a little bit more finely tuned. But also there is the, um, just the good old-fashioned, I've learned this before, I've been in this experience or this type of negotiation or dealt with this type of person before. Yeah. So there is a bit of that. Um, That's good, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's probably a little bit that from a marketing point of view and that's obviously where I've come from when you when you are a marketer you tend to work very well trying to pull different people together and and bring people on the bus to, mm. to go so there's yeah. a lot of that um so yeah it's kind of a mix really yeah it's nice it's really nice I like that um it's because we all work so differently you know I don't have like any training whatsoever everything that I do in our business is based on my business experience and instinct yeah. I just always love hearing about how people come around to it. So Yeah. Cool. Um, what's one of the unexpected joys of working in this business that you've discovered? One of the unexpected joys. Do you know, I um, and I don't know if it's just coming out of COVID and just the sheer novelty of it, but we've been talking a lot as a team and trying to get ourselves into the office. Like, obviously, flexibility is a big thing for us, so yeah. we don't require everyone to be in every day. But we, yeah. as a team, we agreed we'd try and be in a couple of days a week, and we, we talked yeah. about those two days. And you're, you're welcome to come in any other day or not, depending on what works. Yeah. But on the days where we have a good group of people, and you know when you've got that buzz and the banter and you can <laughs> be throwing smart comments across to people and you've got the music going and there's, yeah. you know, there's this real momentum and this vibe. Yeah. I love that. And that's probably the extrovert in me, right? Like there's probably yeah. the, the introverts that are like, you know, I just yeah. need to get into a room and, and do some work. But, yeah. yeah, that is – I think I'd been at Bobux a week when they told me that my voice might be a little bit too loud in one of the meetings. <laughs> but then, I was like, oh, sorry, I'll pull it back. <laughs> my laugh. I always get told my laugh. People can hear my laugh for miles away. So. Oh, that's we, great, though. Yeah. But I know I'm laughing. It's fine. But um, we've just changed the way we've been working. We've been, you know, we've been in um, – and that is a consequence of the last couple of years as well. Been a massive warehouse because we're doing photo shoots and massive team, and and you know our team's changed. And I just got to the stage where the girls were wanting to work from home every day, and I was like, oh my god, what are we going to do? I'm paying you know this amazing space and all this rent, and then yeah. in the I 
in the end, I've just got rid of it. And we've moved to an apartment now looking over Coogee Beach. I'm literally looking over Coogee oh, Beach. And this is our work from home space and the same deal. The girls come in at least two to three times a week and the buzz when everyone is in is extraordinary. And sometimes there's just two or three of us and sometimes there's more. But, you know, all the little magic happens on those days, like the conversations and the discovery and... And it's a really interesting one that I think a lot of businesses are navigating right now is how to bring people back. Like, how do you make sure yeah. you remain connected and have culture and, you know, yeah. all of that stuff? Because that's really important, right? Yeah. But at the same time, how do you enable people to, to have that flexibility? That they, and and I, don't, I don't think anyone's got it 100%. It's, it's all kind of, you've got to do what works for the team, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, for us, it's been a journey finding it. And I feel like yeah. we found it. So oh, that sounds amazing you know and we're all producing but then that's a good thing yeah 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 absolutely. So, yeah awesome um leave us with some words of wisdom what's your favorite saying have you got a favorite saying uh-huh uh, uh yes <laughs> i'm sure i've got a few i'm sure my team would probably tell you a few things that i say all the time um i think my my favorite one though is is what we talked about before around having more inputs than outputs. So yeah. being able to really make sure, and it's something I really try and hold myself to account around. I'm a big, I love to go for a walk on the beach. I live near the beach here in Auckland. I'm very lucky. Um, but like just being able to do that for half an hour at some point just makes me feel better and then enables me when I'm, you know, working with this company that's multinational and we're dealing in all sorts of hours, making sure I've got the balance or, or the time to go pick the girls up after school, like, Today, I finished early. I picked the girls up from school and spent a couple of hours with them before I then jumped back on and obviously talking yeah. to yourself. But it's that balance and the inputs versus outputs that is really what yeah. sticks with me. Yeah, I think it's the way forward for everybody now. We've got to actually, there's no, like for me, I, I'm probably one of the worst. It just goes, goes, goes. I've worked for myself for a very long time. But since we've moved to Cookie, it's actually not negotiable anymore. I just have to time in the morning just for myself and uh, makes such a difference I have to say yeah yeah and you have to look after yourself right yeah absolutely no more burning out for anybody yeah <laughs> it's three a live by. have you got some three got three words to live by and why three words to live by um I think I'm I, I seem to be on a bit of a post-COVID post energised buzz at the moment. And that's not my, my three words. My, um, I was lucky enough recently to pop over to, um, that's four words actually anyway, but um, I popped over to Europe, popped over. I visited Europe a couple of months ago for, um, to visit some of our customers. So our biggest yeah. markets are in Europe and just being there was so energising and just like, uh, you know, maybe in New Zealand we've been a little bit slower than the rest of the world to move things along. But, you know, for me, if I had three words, it would be something around live life and adventure because we can yeah. start getting out there and, and being out there again. So it's mm. probably along that theme. I know. We I just, with my Kiwi mate, went to the last week. And oh, we have been because of everything. And I was so inspired just mm. by... You know, just the different, even the different light that you know comes through the buildings and the the architecture that was different, and you yeah, know, seeing things from a perspective. And yeah, I, you know, I was the same. I felt very energized. For that. 
as well coming back. It just puts you in a good mindset to move forward and to create and to know that there's other possibilities around. Uh, I, I, it's really inspirational. In fact, yeah. I was over there with our head of marketing and we came back to try and we were so inspired. We tried to bring as much as we could back and it's a hard task, right? But we yeah. set up an Italian uh, afternoon tea with all these Italian food and Prosecco and photos. Yeah. We tried as much as we could. I mean, it's different when you're sitting in an yeah. Auckland boardroom, you know, seeing yeah. this stuff. But we put Italian music on and we just really tried to bring it back because it is so energising. Yeah, that's amazing. Awesome. Well, I have to say thank you so much for joining us. It was so lovely to meet you. Thank um, you for having me. Oh, no, it's great to talk to you about all your skills and stuff that you're doing. Can you just let us know the Instagram for Bobucks before we head off? Yes. Uh, I think it's just Bobuck's shoes. Yeah, sorry, one second. Let me just grab it up. It is, uh, yes, Bobuck's shoes, all one word. Okay, excellent. And your surname is Greek? Yes. It's, so to say, I heard you trying to say it before I came in. It's The way you say it is like you and I kiss. So it's Unicus. It's just I need to find a different way to explain it because it's not very professional in business circumstances to me <laughs> explaining the way to say it. My husband's Greek and he's Constantaris. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, so you understand the explanations. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Um, back Shoes, if you're interested and if you have any questions, uh, for Monica that you want me to pass through, send them through to me and I'm happy to pass them on to Monica. It's been such a pleasure learning about your journey. Thank you, Heidi. Thanks so much for having me. It's been lovely chatting. Uh, someone, um, Second Scout, said, Megan, um, so nice to tune in. Thank you for sharing your story. Oh, thank you. It's really lovely. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back next Friday with another guest. I don't know who it is, so you'll have to tune in to find out. Thanks a lot and we'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.